In a world where there's no such thing as a home inspector. Jamie? All right. Let's go watch The Money Pit. And welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Here we are, as we are, to speak of a movie from the 1980s. Um, it's a lot of fun. I get to do this every two weeks with my pal here, DP McCambridge. Yeah. I'm Jamie Lorello, in case you didn't know. The 80s movie this week, we try to go for themes, right? And yeah. we went. Some get very personal. Our themes do. Yeah, yeah. Some are a little more, you know, um, um, arcing, arcing, overarching. Boy, you know what? It has been a while since we've done this because <laughs> we're stumbling right out of the gate. Even as you were going through, I'm like, how do we normally start this? This doesn't sound right. This sounds like we've never done this before, but it really has been a while. Yeah, sometimes when you take a break, you feel a little rusty. But I know we're going to jump right back into this because it's... Oh, once we get into jumping. it, I mm-hmm. have all the questions in the world... Most there of them many. have to do with, isn't there a home inspector? That's most of my questions. Well, that's your like, first one, right? When you want to see. My question is, turkey dinners on a weeknight when you've just moved into your new home? Doesn't that seem a little much? These are two people that <laughs> seem to have careers and jobs, and they have things to do, and in their spare time, they are fixing a house and also making extravagant meals. She really goes all out. Like, I mean, when your first night in your new place... Uh, Order a pizza, right? Or I guess... it, it really does seem like they were driving like the moving truck to the house, and she's like, let's stop at the grocery store real quick to get a turkey. Yeah, because we're going to need that. We're going to be very hungry after all this remodeling. <laughs> and if the pizza delivery car looked like the one in this <laughs> movie, I'd be ordering pizza constantly. <laughs> You're like, this is amazing. And why, I mean, I understand why Tom Hanks is upset through this entire movie, but I'm like, just hang out with that pizza delivery guy. He's so interested. Why does everybody think that they're testing missiles, too? I mean, I don't know. I love it. Oh, boy, I bet they're testing missiles here. I'm like, I don't, I couldn't even imagine that this is what a missile testing site and lab looks like. I expect people in lab coats walking around and people dressed as military. Yeah, this seems like literally a rundown country home, but I guess yes, testing right. mis- missiles. First, before we get started, yeah. um, in case you're not a patron of the uh, show, mm-hmm. in case you're not supporting us on Patreon, which you should, we, need to, uh, yeah. we did have a new. Patron upping their pledge from 5 to $15. So wow. we want to say thank you to Aaron, uh, who's very excited about getting to choose a movie for us to do. Oh, that's why Aaron's year. in it. I love it. I love it. Yes. I'm and, excited. Uh, oh, and he also asked me if he could pay annually. Now, here's the thing, folks. I couldn't figure out on Patreon if <laughs> anyone could pledge annually. So if that is something you're interested in, we're more than happy to do that. $5. annually. We'll do it. We just have to do it through PayPal, and then I'll make sure you get the link so you still get all the episodes. So you'll still be covered. Yeah, you'll still be covered. I like it. But the real reason I'm bringing this up is because 
On April 2nd, Jamie, what movie are we covering oh. for patrons only? I toss it to you because I don't remember I the title. I know. Well, wait, I had to look up the title, too. Hold on. You can't you just gave me, this thing. We, we had I a lengthy so discussion about two movies. Oh, I think it came down to two. And then I, and the, yeah. And then the only one I remember was how to, Chevy Chase and the uh, oh, the and the Little People, Wizard of Oz, Little yeah, People. Yeah. But I know that's not the one we we're didn't doing. choose. That one, that one was under the rainbow. I could remember this one. It does have a lengthier title. Um, our April second, <clears throat> excuse me, April second, we'll be doing sort of our April Fools episode. Which... Oh, wait, no, it is April 1st. Oh. Sorry. It does okay. come on. Sorry. I'm thinking April about our regular... Fools, it's not the second, it's the first. We got you on that one. <laughs> I would like patrons to be like, oh, it came out on April 1st. They tricked me by a whole day. Aww. I was waiting for this on the second. No, the second's when our regular episode comes out. The first is patrons only it's episode. The patrons but only what is episode. It, called? it is called How to Beat the High Cost of Living. It is a Jane Curtin. I know it's a, it's a it's a mouthful of a title. It's, I've never seen it. It's from the early '80s, and our our April Fools Patreon only episodes are sort of a, a homage to SNL um, mm-hmm. um, cast members, and Jane Curtin, as we know, is one of them. So yes. she didn't make many movies um, in at all, really. From no, so I don't want to say that that's surprising, but. It's a little surprising mm-hmm. because, well, I think what she did, and I'm not saying that this was intentional or that, you know, it was one or the other, but when Kate and Allie hit, I, I think it was kind of like, listen, let's keep this Kate and Allie train going. Yeah. Like, she did Kate good and Allie. She did. And so this is pre-Kate and Allie because this is early 80s. And that's, it's, it should be, it should be fun. should be a little racy, good? a little fun. Yeah. A little, a little racy. But Maybe. Listen, let's not promise things that aren't in this movie right now. I'm just trying to up our Patreons. You oh, know? okay. <laughs> trying to be enticing. Little like, racy Jane Curtin movie. Graphic nudity, everyone. Coming at we'll you. describe it in excruciating detail. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be our patrons-only episode. So feel free go over to Patreon. You can take a look and see all the stuff uh, that you'll get if you um, if you start supporting us, and you get all the back. Patreon episodes and too. nothing and is edited. At once. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and what? Nothing is edited. So these points when no. I talk over Doug or he talks over me or we just mm-hmm. take long bathroom. Oh, breaks. I leave all this in. I yeah. Sometimes you get all oh, of this it. is the only stuff that's left in. It's us talking over each other. It's like an eight minute episode. <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? But patrons, that's what you guys get. That's that's what you're paying for, patrons. <clears throat> no, it's a lot of good content. And we're here talking about the money pit. Yeah. Yeah, this that's it, our 1983? 86. 86, boy, was I early. Yeah, this is Bosom Buddies has been taken off. They knew his comic potential. That's why they were like, you're going to get silly with Shelly, and it's going to be so much fun. I'd like a uh, little book written about this movie called Getting Silly with Shelly. <laughs> it would just be from Tom Hanks' point of view. <laughs> But yeah, it's Money Pit from 1986, and I should have guessed 1986. When in doubt for our podcast, assume it's 86 or 87. I think that's the bulk of what we talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, this is directed by Richard Benjamin, and Mm -hmm. I said earlier, he directed one of our former episodes, My Stepmother is an Alien, Mm -hmm. which was after this. So I'm, listen, I don't want to make assumptions as to what was going on with Richard Benjamin, but I think things weren't going as well for him after this movie. (laughs) If you haven't seen this movie, it's basically Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. Shelley Long. Mm-hmm. They are a they're not a married couple, but they're you know, they're together. 
Yeah. I did not expect marriage and the potential of marriage to have so much to do with this movie. Oh, well, they're... They're sort of like like eighties millennials in a sense. They don't really yeah. have. They have when we meet them, and I forgot. Like you had said earlier, before we were officially recording, there's a lot sure. of backstory we get here for this movie. That most people, if you know this movie, you know some of the really funny parts. Tom Hanks just does such a wonderful job. He's very silly in it, very sure. animated in it. Um, he has a nice what? chemistry with Shelley. I yeah, think. when we get into the gags, yeah, like the goofy beat gags. For beat, yeah. I knew everything. Even sure. when he's in the kitchen, I when he sits down, I was like, I can't wait for him to flip that light switch <laughs> and then follow the fire around. The, like I knew every single. I knew Julia Child was on TV. Like yeah. I knew beat for beat everything that was happening. But the first half hour, I I didn't remember a moment the boyfriend that she was married before to the composer the so so yeah their little their backstory gets a little and then some of the external characters like his realtor that has the pacemaker thing that we have to meet and ride do an ambulance ride with i like how for a while we just hear this guy on the phone and it's almost like we're <laughs> watching him from, eat a donut from yes yeah. it's like we're we're suddenly in this movie from his point of view looking at a house <laughs> listing eating a donut and i was like what is this reveal gonna be who's this crazy character and i'm like oh it's billy madison's principal like <laughs> who like i I expected some huge, re- or we could call him the private investigator from Star Eighty, but that seems close. Oh, I don't oh, like to think yeah, about I don't Star like to 80, reference so. Star Eighty. No, it makes me very feel very dirty. <laughs> but all of these characters, like you said, he represents bands. I didn't remember any of that. How did I not remember a group of guys dressed as women? Like, <laughs> but none of this. As a kid watching this multiple times, none of that connected with me. I guess I just didn't retain any of it. And I expected a movie where for an hour and a half, they're in a house and it turns into like, that's about 35 minutes in the middle of this. And and it was kind of shocking how long it took to get there. I was happy once it got there. Yeah. But but let's just say how we start this movie. Because if you just remember this from a kid, did you know we started in Rio de Janeiro? (laughs) Did you know that we started with not Tom Hanks? And not Shelley Long. No, no. Just an old man having an inappropriate age wedding with uh, some child bride. Yeah, on on in Brazil, in 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 South America, partying down. Yeah, getting married. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. having a conversation, and she's like, "Oh, it's it's such a shame that your son's here, but I guess he has problems." And I like how Tom Hanks's dad who we didn't know who this is for a second. Yeah. Basically, he comes out and he says, yeah, my son has a lot of problems, but because he has me for a dad. And then they have a hearty laugh over this. He's open about it. He's open about it. Yeah, I like a lot of the characters are that transparent. Like her ex-husband or whatever is very much like, yeah, all I want from you is sex. Can we talk more about just sleeping together? It's their... His... I enjoyed him as a character. I thought he was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And... um, there are just certain things, though, that he says, because the whole time he is working so hard to get her back, basically. Yeah. And at the very end of this movie, he's like, 
oh, Tom Hanks. I yeah. don't need her. I can get anyone. I'm like, what are you talking about? All we've seen from you is pursuing her as how, hard as you possibly how can. How desperate you were to get her back. Yeah. Yeah. But then he meets the other girl or eyes the other girl at their wedding at the very end. You know he's going to be okay in life. But where yeah. I didn't remember him, certainly. from I did, I did remember you him. You did? Because I remembered that she played in some symphony. Let's call oh. it the New York Symphony. Okay. She's busy. Yeah, they, yeah, she plays the violin in some orchestra, some symphony, and uh, he is sort of a... He, it, it sounds like he was in business with his dad. That's why we had to meet his dad to begin with, to right. know that the dad has left this hot mess business. The lawyership, I think that's the term, yeah, right? Yeah, the lawyership. <laughs> the lawyership, I'm going to call it Hanks and Dad. <laughs> let's, just, let's just refer to it no, as that. No, what's his name? Walter, he says his name a bunch of times in it. Um, it goes from this wedding to... Tom Hanks getting a picture mm-hmm. from his dad's wedding. In the mail. His dad yeah. and his new and his dad basically in this correspondence kind of brags about how he stole money and like dumped all the blame on Tom. It's so weird. Yeah. Because the letter's like, hey, uh, say hi to your new mother. Uh also, listen, I know I can't come back, but I got two point five million reasons why not. I stole money, asshole. Now this is all on you. Yeah, like yeah. that is almost literally what he writes to his son. Yeah. Which which at no point does Tom Hanks ever say anything like we had a really horrible relationship, like he's a terrible man. This guy just seems to be like living his best life. He yeah. stole money and the only person he could pin the blame on is Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. I don't understand. I I guess he stole money from these clients because these clients don't seem very stable that they have, and they share these these clients, right? The band, I the kind of, kid. Yeah. All right. No, you're right. Okay. I thought these were new clients that Tom Hanks had gotten, but no, he does make reference to the fact that hey, I'm not the one that stole money from you. It was my dad. Blah right. blah blah. Right. And I assume they lost a lot of clients too. Well, yeah. Can we talk about this? Um, cheesy stupid song that starts playing oh the my god! we're gosh. just like living in new york we're living in the city and it's so much fun it's very Gonna 80s move to the cha, country. Cha, cha, it's... Cha, cha, cha. with the skyline beautiful new york skyline very dated because it's 86 you could see the twin towers but you get your yeah. new york skyline view and a terrible song wow. and this song plays so long like it's it really does like it's and it's not it's like not the a, Bee Gees, I don't think, or no. anybody like, it's just, it's some, I would have liked it if they had the kid who maybe he's a singer or the band that he represents singing right. the cover song, the, the, this yeah. overextended I, intro song. But yeah, it's totally it's cheesy. So it's long very Like 80s. they established yeah. the hell out of the fact that it's New York. Like if yeah. you were ever confused, it's like, well, here's 87 different shots of New York yeah. for you while these credits roll. P.S. We haven't even really seen Tom Hanks yet. We've listened to him no. read a picture. But we want you to know we're not in Brazil anymore. Okay? No, right. We want to make that very clear. Okay, good. We're clear on that. Okay, now let's kind of explain this relationship these two have. They wake up in a room that doesn't look like, kind of looks like a hotel room, but then when they strangers come in to their room and start to just take there's some knocking they can hear someone entering yes. and Hanks is like what is that and now it looks like they're sleeping in like a like a study or a den almost because when they pan outside of the room you're like this isn't really like a bedroom maybe a hotel room but a very fancy hotel room and then right. it's like an elaborate 
New York City apartment. Well, I'll but even say later, that, yeah. we just see people randomly playing ping pong just in the on middle of the off, yeah. Who are those? Who are those people? I don't know, but they have the ping pong table <laughs> later at their house. Yes, and and because like, he sleeps Tom on Hanks it. later on walks by these people playing ping pong. Is like, well, I guess you can't stay here either. I'm like, who are all these people? Yeah, why people are they here? Yeah. It seems to be that this guy, this the orchestra leader, what do you call him, conductor. Um, who is the ex-husband of Shelley Long. What was her character's name? I forget. Don't know. Shelley Long. Shelley. Was Shelley's ex-husband. He's away for work, conducting in other countries, I guess. Maybe he, too, was in Brazil. We didn't see him at the party, but who are we to say? Um, (laughs) Who are we to say? You're right. There's a good chance he was there. He could have been. While he's gone, I guess lots of people, like you said, shack up. But the timing is done now. He's back in this army of goofy suited up kind of what would you call them um, the men that come Russians? in yeah, yeah i mean first um, of all in my notes <laughs> no in my notes i was like jokingly i just wrote and yakov smirnov's here and then i looked it's him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah i and he's not really it's almost like yakov smirnov it's almost like that whole Russian thing's an act because he is not laying it on nearly as thick in this as, as you he want does him in to. his yeah. real life and every other performance I've seen. He's kind of toning it down. Yeah. And I just wonder if he performed as Yakov and like Richard Benjamin was like, dude, tone it down. Bring Nobody it back. can understand Bring what you're back. saying. Right. Yes. We have to know Scale that you're it foreign. in. We don't need to know what country you're from. Right. So just take that accent, Americanize it about 73%. And then and we got you. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. My knowledge of what was happening was going all over the place during this scene. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, does Tom Hanks not know that they're in someone else's apartment? Oh, or, yeah. Because he seems unaware of what's Very happening at the start. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, Shelly's going to have to tell him that this is not, not her, her apartment. place. Sure. But no, they're totally aware of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. He just got back a little bit earlier than he was supposed to, which still shouldn't they have been looking for a place maybe the whole time? She even says at one point, like, oh, it involves the thing I don't like to do. It involves work. Like, what did maybe he lived with his dad before and now that's gone because of the dads in real? I don't know. But he's they are not prepared for yeah. the change that is going to come their way. Because yeah. there's something about this movie that and it doesn't hang around that almost paints them as unlikable characters as yeah, we start yeah, yeah. This, where I'm like, oh, they're just lazy bums. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, like, he works for his dad but really doesn't, yeah, and she sleeps with the conductor and that's how she probably remains it, yeah, yeah. The, the way Tom Hanks reacts to her possibly or admitting that she slept with this guy was, re- like, the amount of times he asks her if she slept with oh, him. Oh, yeah. I started to think, is this how this relationship started? Like, did she cheat on that guy with Tom Hanks? Like, yeah, is that yeah, why yeah. he's Maybe. always suspicious? Maybe that's why he's so suspect. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And the other question I had is I need Shelly to say something about a prenup. Because when we see the lifestyle oh. that this guy leads, I'm like, how did you not take him to the cleaners in that divorce? Like, yeah. how is She's trying to sell him issue? paintings. She's trying yeah. to sell him paintings right. to Paintings that cat. she got from the divorce where I'm just like, this guy has all the money. Yeah. How do you now have none of it? You right. were married. It wasn't just this living together thing that you and Hanks are up to. Right. Right. 
Yeah, because they say that. They say that they were married. She calls him my ex-husband. Again, living situation, unclear. They have nowhere to go. Mm -mm. And this is when Tom Hanks gets a call from Billy Madison's principal. He loves eating donuts and looking at real estate. Yep. He also yep. loves jogging. He's really gotten oh, into jogging. Oh, yeah, he's jogging. getting fit. He's getting fit. Yep, they do some rooftop jogging where mm -hmm. his... Uh, pulse monitor, whatever it is, is freaking out. It's kind of like a modern-day Fitbit, like a Fitbit nowadays. Right. But Yeah, it's... like if a Fitbit yelled at you that you're about to have a heart attack. Yes. That's, that's, and maybe they do. I don't know. Mine hasn't said anything, so I guess it's clear. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then he basically tells Tom Hanks about this million-dollar property, mm -hmm. and people are looking to sell it for 200000 Yeah. It sounds good to be true, but he tells right. Tom Hanks, hey, you never know why people are looking to unload property. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe she's like, maybe the owners are like your dad and they just need to skip town. They just need to leave town. You don't know. It sounds too good to be true, but he does agree that he'll he'll check it out, right? Right. Could be a great opportunity. Um, he still doesn't have the whole money for the whole house. Like, again. He doesn't have $200,000. He has no money. No. He seems to have negative money when mm -hmm. we see him dealing with clients later because he's just taking his commission and giving it back to the clients mm -hmm. to cover the money that his dad stole from clients. Yeah. It's a sticky so he, situation. Yeah, so he has nothing. Shelly Long has question mark amount of money. <laughs> but they're still like, oh, 200 grand? We could probably swing we'll that. We'll come up with it. We'll figure it out. I'll sell some paintings and I'll haggle with some of my yeah. clients to get some upfront cash. I love that in movies. I think movies gave me a false sense of how quickly you might be able to come up with a significant amount yeah. of money. Like, I'm just like, oh, we can't just start a, a car wash and make 80 grand over the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't happen. Work? Well, even as they start to, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a movie, right? But as they're doing all these renovations, I'm like, that's going to cost, they are replacing a whole staircase, a bathtub, a kitchen. That's going to place them, a, cost them a whole lot more money. And he's just writing checks for $5,000 here and there to people that are just come looking at the place. They basically built a million dollar home. Like, right. I don't, yeah. I yeah. don't know how. They gutted the original. Yeah. Right. But it had good. That was because we at the see end. that they got they got the money. Now they must have gotten more. My math skills aren't good. No, but Tom Hanks says we need two hundred thousand dollars. Shelley Long says, "I'll take care of half." Tom Hanks goes out and gets two hundred thousand dollars, which makes me think maybe they have a hundred thousand extra. Oh, so they had a little money too. That Shelley okay. Long got. But still... Those costs add up for all the repair. There's a lot of repair involved in that house. I understand house. that it's 86 money, but this is a mansion that they yeah. build from the ground up. Although I'm impressed they kept that mattress, even with the little like divot in the middle. That is something I have to say. If, if, I'm, at, if I'm buying a new home, and even yeah. as extravagant, like I think... So they do... Let's get to the tour when oh, they yeah, do yeah. the no, tour no, 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 of, of course, the home. Sorry, we're really... We're really not flying yeah. through this. We're moving pretty slowly. Yeah. Um, there's a joke where, like, the his realtor has a heart attack. Like, in this movie, for all the jokes I knew that were coming, it takes us a long time to get to anything that I was smiling at or laughing at <laughs> at all. Like, this is just two well, people you're just trying to buy confused. a home. Like you said in the beginning, you're like, this isn't the money pit I remember. Where's the falling through the floor? Where's the bathtub? Where's what are, we, what are we going for a jog for? But there is a funny where he's jogging and his meter keeps going off or his watch keeps going off and he ignores right. it. We do meet. He's got, like, a cross-dressing band that he represents, and we meet them, and they're a lot of fun. We meet them um, again at the apartment. They just yeah, show up at this 
Maestro's everyone, apartment. Because everyone, I think, I think everyone just that's the place that they go to crash. Mm-hmm. I guess weren't they? Um, weren't they? They wanted to change their names to Liza Minnelli. Yeah, right? they did. Yeah, Changed they did. Band name. What was their uh-huh. What was their band name? Because even in the postcard that he got from his dad, he talks about how he likes that band. I want to call them the Dixie Chicks, but I know that's not no, right. No, that wasn't it. No. And he, it was when they want to change chicks. his name, he's like, that's not going to work. It's that's Cheap Girls. Cheap Girls. Look at you. But we then meet Shelley Long's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. He shows up and he is, for people that, let's say, haven't seen the money pit, uh, you would know him as one of the bad guys from Die Hard. He's mm-hmm. uh, the long Fabio hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he is a uh, professional Russian ballet dancer. No. Yeah. I did not know that. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wish they showed off some of his dancing skills. Although I, just, I guess now that I think about it, he conducts sort of elegantly. Like yeah, it was really know. weird. I was looking through his like IMDb and I was reading mm-hmm. about him on Wikipedia and stuff. And like after he did this movie and after he did um, Die Hard, he didn't want to play villains. He mm. didn't want to play ballet dancers. Like oh. he, j- he just so he, he had boundaries that he yeah, wanted to he keep. He kind to. of didn't want to do anything that he was known for or good at. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, and then he died of uh, alcoholism, sadly. Oh, yeah. he was okay. only in his forties, but oh, not to bring, bring the room down. Yeah, let's um, do that. Let's yeah, make it sorry. real. <laughs> okay, so yeah, right. he is. They make it very clear that he's a big jerk. I like how he's. Um, they're playing and they finish and he's like, that was horrible and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, the union forces me to allow you a lunch break despite yeah. how you played. <laughs> I love I like how, how, how he talks like, about it. He's like, if you have an ego, you're going to eat your lunch happily and think that you did an okay job. Right. But if you know what the fuck's up, you're going to be too sad to eat your lunch because yep. you're going to know that you just played so horribly. <laughs> and he ends it by going, I hope you choke. <laughs> But this is just so that we can watch him fall all over himself to get her mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. And this is so we could say, she says many times, I do not love you anymore. You love yourself too much. I love Walter, who is Tom Hanks. Um, I think because they, they're probably having lunch or dinner together because they still, I mean, she technically was living at his place. They had sort of, not an open relationship, but... How separated were they? Yeah. Yeah. To just be like, oh, uh, you're my ex and uh, I'll be out of town for a few months. Why don't you could live here with your new boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Bring as many people over to play ping pong as you want. (laughs) I don't care. It's fine. I'll leave the table set up in the living room. It's fine. I do like how Yakov Smirnov, and we're going back, how he's like, he's moving back in. And the sign that he's moving back in is the movers bringing a giant portrait of himself, (laughs) which I guess he must travel with. She want to. I mean, I love that. That's the one item I've moved around from my house is the one giant velvet portrait of my face. Hey, how about, and here's a question I have. Maybe you know the answer to this. Mm -hmm. When they're walking through the house with the randos playing ping pong, somebody tells Tom Hanks that he got a call from someone who took a lot of pills and said that she's going to kill herself. And he's like, oh, that happens all the time. Don't and worry about it. And he brushes it off. Yeah, like it is nothing. I don't know who they're talking about. Who I don't is know if that's that a, I don't know if that's the mysterious pill-popping client that he has that he just knows. I don't know if that's supposed to be like maybe his mom because he's no other oh, mention of his mom. I thought it was like an ex or something. And 
I, I didn't I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a client, like you said, or a relative or an ex. But it's just thrown away. And I was like, I can't yeah. wait for some pill-popping maniac to show up Yeah, this when movie. are they going to show up and be like, I get a cut of this house or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. No, we they never. Nope, no, that's it. No. It's just one of those lines that we have to see. Yeah. Or one of those. Yeah. So um, finally, but, I mean, it's mm-hmm. in our podcast, it's taken, I don't know. I mean, I only know the total recording time. So we're at about mm-hmm. 40 minutes to get to this house. And that's probably almost in real time for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Who is this one? What's this actress's name? The woman that owns the Maureen house? Stapleton. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't write it down, but I knew I knew it. And then I was just looking. I'm like, oh, I didn't write it down. She's a mess, a bit of a mess, but she's great selling performance. This... Like, great oh, way fabulous. to sell this house mm-hmm. to these people. And mm-hmm. I have questions about she and her husband and what exactly is happening once we see the end of this movie. But let's just wait on that and let's just take her at her word at this point in the movie. Okay. Okay. That's how, so we shall. <laughs> Although, Folks, if you are buying a house and somebody says that they'll throw in their car for free, that should raise red flags. Questionable. Like, <laughs> questionable. Yeah. And all the furniture. She's And it needs to be sold by Friday. You have a huge deadline. Like There were a lot of red flags here that they did take in. So they walk in the house and it's definitely, it's like this tremendous regal mansion, beautiful furniture. Yeah. She's a bit of a mess because she's got to get rid of it. You get the impression that her husband has either passed away or somehow left her to take care of a lot of sticky finances well at the very um, end of this interaction she tells them what what happened oh that's right because <laughs> it's so confusing <laughs> like her husband carlos was hitler's pool boy and they're like they've extradited him and i'm like what it's not like Kato Kalin's in jail now because OJ killed a few people. Like I don't think I don't think Hitler's pool boy would be in as much trouble as any of the Nazis. It makes her story all the more uh because you do. You gotta love her. She she breaks down with them at one point, but she gives them a tour and she's sort of frantic and she's offering up there for her furniture. He says at one point, No, I think we'll probably get our own furniture. But they're both sort of like, Wow, this is a beautiful home for this. Now she does have little things like she talks about when they go up the steps, she makes mention of There's one um, creaky step, one bad yeah. stair. Mm-hmm. You know, you might have to have to touch that up or something. She doesn't allow him to go into the bathroom upstairs, but she claims her private things are in there. She sits on the edge of the bed. She won't turn on any lights. Yeah. She's lighting the place by candlelight. And what's her, because of the blood-sucking lawyers, she keeps claiming the blood-sucking lawyers are taking all the money. Remember that was a thing in the 80s? Remember when that was just a punchline to any joke was just lawyers? (laughs) That's all I kept thinking about in this movie. But yeah, it's... Again, it's red flags all over the place, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they have nowhere to stay. It's such a quote-unquote great deal. Yeah. But yeah, if somebody won't let you turn on the lights in their home, maybe you should insist on that before you purchase it. And then how they end it. So the grounds are beautiful, too. Yeah. Um, And... But then she's going to throw in this old jalopy of a car she has. Literally, it's like a, it's an old school, like 1920s. It's like like an antique car. Yes. Where strangely enough, even if it doesn't run very well, you should still get a ton of money just for having that car. Just right. She hops them in the back of there. They ride off on the dirt road that is, I guess, the driveway. And when he whispers to her what a great pool he she has, <laughs> she which is a weird out. thing to slyly whisper, he she breaks down into tears and starts crying. And 
like at this point in 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 real life you're gonna say mm, i don't know there's too many the whole thing seems a little just too crazy but yeah. you know what tom hanks in the beginning he tells us what a predictable guy he he wants to be he wants the one point or 2.5 kids i think he says and a right. wife yes. and a white picket fence but really that's not who he is he needs a little spontaneity in his life and maybe buying this house is just that spontaneity and as you said they definitely just need a place. They don't have a place to live. Right. Um, it's a little outside of the city. It's about an hour, if not more, of a commute for them. And we do spend several scenes at this train station, which I yeah. found interesting in this movie. Because the train will take you there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, um, I never saw a pool. I never no. saw a pool. We get helicopter shots of this mansion. We see the grounds around it. There's never a pool. No, they're never lounging by the pool. There's that one weird fountain that we get a lot of time with, but yeah, no pool. Uh-huh. I remember being very confused as a kid watching this when he talks to that statue oh. about prep school and Yale. And I remember even as a kid going, is this funny? I don't get it. I don't know why this is funny. <laughs> uh, and I still don't think it's funny now. But yeah, he spends a lot of time there. Also, um, not to get too far ahead, but audience, please don't take this as I need to see a character in this movie take a shit. But uh, I just need, like, a scene of Tom Hanks, like, putting a newspaper in his arm to go out in the woods. Like, we get a peeing scene down by trees, but none of the plumbing in this place works. There has to be a poop joke in here somewhere. No poop joke. Yeah. (sighs) No poop joke. Anyway, he really sells her on this. I do Mm -hmm. like how he's like... We just mentioned that we're into this house, and it's right when the train shows up. Yeah, then the train goes right by. The train flies right by them. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed that. She's. This is when it's expressly stated that she will get half the two hundred, and yes. he'll get the other half of the two hundred. Mm-hmm. And there we go. And, and they're going to make gonna it do. work. They're going to make it work, even if yes. it's going to be a bit of a project. Too good to be true. They're going to be in it together. So Tom Hanks, instead of going to the guy managing the band, who he seems to have a really great relationship, mm-hmm. we're thrown into. I didn't know where Tom Hanks was. Where he's getting no. abused by the security mm-hmm. guard. I was like, mm-hmm. is he? Did he enter the Pentagon for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he getting? Yeah, he gets thrown up against the wall by a security guard and sort of frisk, um, <laughs> like violently frisked. Yes, yes. And we're in some fancy. I don't know. Well, we soon know. Um, it's this kid who he represents. This robe wearing. I don't know. 10 to 13 year old. Just for a second, I was not sure if this was a woman or a child for, for a few <laughs> minutes. Well, he's at that age too where he's not quite, yeah. Floppy hair and, and a big puffy robe. And I was like, and he, even as the kids talking, like, this is a prepubescent boy or, or a woman. I'm or a lady sure. with a smoking problem. Yeah. Yes. And he had those, uh, I call them eyeliner eyes. Like it looks like he's wearing eyeliner yeah. even when he's not, just because he's. So maybe you know. he is a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, he his mother works for him. I like that when she's the maid in the maid's outfit. And he's like, "Mom, why are you making my mom scrub that for? Come on, mom." She's like, "I wish I had a hundred more of them." Yeah, I expect his bodyguard to be like, "I don't know, you're the one that put her in a maid yeah. uniform." Like, yeah. I expected her to be cleaning. <laughs> the kid won't give Tom Hanks the money at first, yeah. mm-hmm. but Tom Hanks says, "You loan me the money, or I won't like you anymore." Yeah, and that throws the kid. Yeah. And everyone, everyone, there's a there's another man, there's a bodyguard, there's another chubby manager looking man there too, and they're all like in a state of shock. Yeah. That Tom Hanks would say this thing. But Tom Hanks knew exactly what to say because this is what made his this kid give him the money. Yeah, this kid gives him two hundred grand. End of that scene, 
have no idea how much money Shelley Long made in her Mm-mm. endeavors. But she's going to find it. She'll find that cash. She was married to that guy. Finally, we're, we've entered the movie that I remember as a kid. And mm-hmm. for about a half hour, 40 minutes, we are going to have the time of our lives watching. <laughs> it's like I was so happy when certain things happened. Like even when the turkey shot across her in the bucket, yeah. I was like, oh, the turkey timer is going to pop out in just a second. <laughs> I knew every beat, everything that was going to happen, and it was so much fun to watch. So I guess let's just get into it, because there really is just gag after gag after gag. Like, nothing is happening but funny moments from now until kind of near the end of this movie. The house just brings it, and the the actors just play on it. Um, It is is really fun. Um, The first thing that happens, well, they move in, and the first thing is the doorbell shocks him. Right, the door is an issue. I put it, yeah. I put it in oh, my notes I, every time I laughed. This and this was the first time I laughed. And it, it's not just the gag, obviously. That's part of the, co- the comedy and the timing. It's also Hanks's reaction. He's hilarious. He's so great, and the physical comedy. Like yes. I know it's movie magic. I get it, but he mm. really looks like he's gonna burn his hands when he has that match with the phone number of the mm-hmm. guy on there. Like, he's always pushing buttons and flicking lights, and fire is shooting out <laughs> right at his hand. Like, he's so good at selling that this is really happening. Yeah. I don't want to say that Shelly's not quite as good, but I don't think they, they don't give her those She doesn't have as many moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To work with. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, she's really great in this, too. I, I will mm-hmm. not... I don't have a lot of problems with this movie, spoiler, but none of my problems are these two actors. No, right. I agree. And they're they're lovely together as well. Yes. Yeah, um, sometimes when they're really later on when he's freaking out about the bills and stuff and she like sits on his lap and everything and I'm like this is so sweet. Like they look like they could be a couple. They yeah. they they have chemistry here. Yes. Yeah, that's what you call that. Yeah. All right. Yes. What we did not see in Enter the Dragon between those two. Leads. No, right. Total <laughs> those opposite. Those two should have sat down and watched this movie about 80 times. And went, to kind of get a better feel this. for what that could mean. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Would have changed the whole Last Dragon vibe. The door gives him some grief. The doorbell gives him grief. Literally at one point. So the door comes off. But then when he fixes the door, <laughs> he does a lot of fixes in the beginning. And I love it. He's even sweaty from it. The door just comes out of the whole frame. It's not even the door on the hinge that's the issue or the doorbell that's the issue or the knob. He he knocks on the door and the door seems to come off its hinges and fall into Mm -hmm. the house. So then he fixed that and he closes the door. And like he said, the whole frame falls out of the house. And I like how for most of the movie then... The door frame is just propped and angled against the house. Yeah. So the door opens on an angle and you have to go in. I like how his um, solution, and I guess this is just Tom Hanks not being a very handy guy, and I Mm. I don't know why he would be. This would be like if I had to fix a house. Um, How he just finds old shelves and decides to hammer the shelf onto the stair to just make it a higher step. Like, I don't know how that... He's enforcing it. He's reinforcing it. Right? With the shelf. I do love it when he bangs his thumb. No, from the top. When, When he bangs his thumb... It is such a great, because it's just silence from yeah. the mouth open, silence, uh-huh. but you hear the thud of the hammer hitting his thumb. It is, mm-hmm. It's one of the better parts of this movie, honestly. Yeah. No, he's got a lot of moments. There's the other one when the, well, we'll get there. Yeah. 
Um, bathtub, bathtub. Well, this is, yeah, the bathtub's one of the best, right? Let's be honest. She, while he's hammering out the stairs, she's in the bedroom, and there's literally, while he's hammering, somehow there's pieces of the ceiling falling onto her head, and she casually comes out. I do love it, because they're, she's so, she said, not the Troop Beverly Hills Shelly Long, you know? She's a different Shelly Long here, so she comes out kind of casual. Right. And she says, oh, just parts of the... Ceiling falling on my head, but I guess we'll figure that out. And it's also just a, you know, and I don't want to put realism into this movie, but I find it hilarious because she's not like on the floor below him hammering. <laughs> she's no. above him hammering. Right. And then the ceiling of the room that she's on is it's falling down because he's falling. hammering down below on the stairs. It's so great. Mm-hmm. I love when she turns on the water. And it's like diarrhea water. Oh, it's gross. It's but gross. But also, she... like, there's pipes. But, like, the noise is crazy. And Tom Hanks bursts in the room with a hammer just yelling, what the hell was that? Yeah. And she goes, I turned on the water. And he goes, that's all? Well, then he says, I think there might be a small problem there with the water. <laughs> yeah, it makes this crazy loud noise. She sees the water come out. She's totally grossed out and is like, I've been scarred. I can't, like, and he's like, oh, come on. We'll get a plumber. That's all. We just, just have plumbing issues. Her delivery of the water line when she's like, she's against the wall, kind of backing away mm-hmm. like a vampire's approaching her. And mm-hmm. she says, like, you should see the... I guess water is revolting. <laughs> it's really great. She seems genuinely frightened at that yes, moment. Yes. They do give her a bit of physical comedy when she's attacked by a raccoon oh, that's been living yeah. the dumbwaiter. That's pretty fun. <laughs> and that's when she's really screaming. And this is when he starts to run up the stairs as they and fall the, to pieces behind The stairs him. just literally crumble underneath his run. She is hilarious, yeah, with this raccoon on her head. <laughs> Blaster. It jumps out at her from the dumbwaiter onto her, which is a funny just thing of it in and of oh, itself. It is just funny how you see this raccoon who just seems to be hanging out, and then mm-hmm. suddenly a puppet is launched in her face. <laughs> and she's running back and forth in the hallway, screaming. Yep. He's trying to run upstairs to her, but the stairs have now crumbled, and he is hanging on, like, at the edge of a cliff with his fingertips at the top of the stairs. She comes running, and he suddenly tells her, no, 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 there's no stairs. You have to stop. She, this is a funny bit, too, when she almost falls, and she kind of wavers at the tip of the stairs. Pretty great. And now he's She's on his fingers. He's like, you're crushing my fingers. They're all bandaged later on in the next scene. Um, and now the plumbing is kicked. There's raccoons living in the walls, essentially. And they have no staircase now. Right. And, and now we see... Mind you, they... the front door issue. Yeah. Right. Now they decide to go to bed. They're going to sleep on the floor. Because she did lay on the mattress, and it kind of, like, fell Conc- through the bed. Yeah. As though, I guess there's no box spring. Like, that mm. seems like a minor issue. But it was kind of funny to see her not be able to get out from mm-hmm. there because the bed mm-hmm. is so high up. Right. That night, I like how this is This is not an artful film, but I like how it's just lit by the thunderstorm. Yeah, Because yeah. they do go to bed and you see them in like various states of getting the bed ready, but everything's lit by just these wonderful flashes. Oh, yeah, of the And then, storm, of course, yeah. it rains and... I don't know. Comes through the ceiling. Thousand holes yeah. in their ceiling. Comes right through their ceiling. Yeah. They they're trying to go to bed and give themselves the best, like, well, that's okay. It's a fixer upper and we'll be okay. And we have each other and we have the bed, so we're all right. And then the storm starts and the rain comes in and you're like, Okay. Now let's meet a 
rapist carpenter? Okay. <laughs> I guess I think that's fair. Very aggressive carpenter, yeah. Who makes a, a move on her uh, pretty quickly and even is open about, like, you know, when ladies say they want a carpenter. <laughs> right. I feel like they want the old hammer and nail. It's like, I don't think that's the way it works. Like, I want to see some sort of pie chart or something for how often people call a carpenter <laughs> to have carpentry done or how often just to get laid. I do love it. He comes right up on her and she's really like, no, no, this is not happening. And Hanks comes in and is like, get away from her. She, it's, it is funny how they step over. She's my wife. I mean, my girlfriend. I mean, for God's sake, she's my wife for all intents and purposes, you know. Um, Again, a through line of this movie that we don't really need, but okay. Yeah. Commitment. He yeah. wants to get married. She doesn't want to get married. Mm -hmm. She had such a terrible relationship with the villain from Die Hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as well. So first, he is just as offended as she is that this carpenter would make these moves. But then when he realized the carpenter also knows the plumber, he's like, well, I mean, we could look past it. You were clearly just thinking she needed her carpenter, you know, some carpenter right. skills. Yes. And, yeah. They do have some nice back and forth, like as oh, a couple, yeah. too, because mm -hmm. even when he leaves... She's like, so I have to sleep with him? And he's like, well, maybe just once or twice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They is, make a it's cute little... kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's really, it's really weird because his whole thing is like, don't you know how hard it is to get a good carpenter? Where I think the line should be like, this guy's affordable. Like, he not yeah, only does good yeah. work, but we don't have money and he's the cheapest guy around. But no, at, at every turn, Tom Hanks is like, we got to get the best. We got to get the best of the mm -hmm. best to come in mm -hmm. here and do this. But yeah, th and this is where he sort of seems to, he starts at this moment just writing people checks, assuming that they're going to go That they're going to do the work they say. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly he doesn't have a lot of background and yeah. Because the, the guy later, or is it even Joe Mantegna who's like, uh, yeah, $5,000. And it's just like. Okay, he just writes him a check and hands mm -hmm. it to him before even saying, mm -hmm. so what is this for? Right. Everything is going to take two weeks, too. I love that theme. Two weeks. Two yep. weeks. It'll take two weeks. Um, but, yeah, he they, he hires the carpenter. He gets the number of a plumber. When he's on the phone with the plumber, the plumber's asking all kinds of questions, like doing, like, a background check. Did you hear that? How he's like, I don't know how long I've... How long have you had your job? What what do you know? Yeah, how much money do you make? Yeah. Oh, really? That much? Oh, okay. Um, this is the first of the turkey dinners that she makes. She makes another one. <laughs> uh, there's at this part in the movie, I'm I really don't know how much time is passing. Like day to day, I don't oh, know how much time right. has passed. Like she talks about a turkey dinner earlier in this. And mm -hmm. when this turkey dinner happens, I was like, is this the one she was talking about? Or are they just eating <laughs> turkey every day? They just, she likes to cook a huge turkey in that oven. I guess When so. she gets things ready in the oven, he freaks out a bit because they, he's with the, the carpenter guy and gas. they just smell yeah. gas. And he's very afraid that and I was too for a second that she was going to blow up. But everything works like a charm in the kitchen at first. She gets the yeah. oven going. She gets she the gets turkey the in the oven. Tom mm -hmm. Hanks doesn't know what a burner is, but she tells oh, him yeah. it's called burners. <laughs> yeah, Here's how it right. works. Um, yeah, and then they they seem the, uh, the fridge works. The things some some of the yeah, kitchen items. Yeah, everything work, so. in the kitchen seems okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's no water still, but everything else in the kitchen, mm -hmm. the electric works in the kitchen, the gas works in the kitchen, mm -hmm. and Tom Hanks even says two out of three is really good. Yeah, he's really happy. He's happy about right. it as he should be. Um, 
there. Oh, is this when he goes into the yard and he goes? Yes. He sees the carving on the tree. Right. He attack. He's attacked by bees to music at first. Oh yeah, that's Shelley right. Because she's playing the violin, practicing yeah. her violin, and we see him through the window running around. I guess getting stung by bees. It's kind of funny. yeah, yeah. I am hoping she's playing Flight of the Bumblebee, but I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't know my music, my classical music, like Flight of the Bumblebee, all that well. But yeah, this is when he finds a tree that has some initials carved in it. So he takes out his pocket knife and stabs the tree and the tree falls over. And a bunch of the trees fall over. It yes, falls into another right. tree. And he says something to her like, we've got weak, weak trees weak out there. And trees. she's like, what? The least of your problems, first of all. Yeah. Your weak tree problems, not a big deal right, right, right. now. This is, when, uh, this is when the plumber shows up. I really enjoyed the plumber because this guy is really funny because he's very abrasive. Tom Hanks is offending him at at everything Tom Hanks says. Mm -hmm. And I like Tom Hanks because at one point he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, where are my manners? Like, like, what should I do first? And he's like, well, you could offer me a drink. And Tom Hanks looks at his watch and goes, you must be parched. It's nearly 1130. Yeah, he does make a... And he gets him some whiskey, and then the plumber comes out and is like, "You're, I can't believe how offensive you are. You're not even bringing me the good whiskey or something like yeah. that. I like it. Both he and the carpenter who are related pull out of the driveway and leave uh, dirt and dust in, in yep. Hanks's face, both playing the song I Gotta Be Me on their radios. There's <laughs> yes. kind of a, Italian mobster types, I guess, just trying I, to. I guess so, because neither of them show up to do the work. No. I no. was ready for Joe Mantegna to, to hang no, out this movie. No, that's the last we it. see of him. Yeah. Yeah, one yeah. and done. Yep, that's all he needed. They have to get water by standing by that statue where yeah. this this kid pees out water. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how long it takes to fill one of those buckets. But then they have to take it in and haul it up the ladder to the second floor. After they heat it up on the stove and then dump it into the right, bathtub they need a warm bath. It is yeah. a process. It's a process. It's a process. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> But they got to get clean somehow, right? They got to take a tubby. You know full well how important it is to take a warm tubby in your life. Of course. Mm-hmm. If it could mm-hmm. be a bathtub in the middle of your bedroom, even better. I'm, I'm right at home. This is when they have no stairs, though. They have to climb a ladder to bring the buckets up. It's not an easy. Remember, there's no stairs in the house, so to get to the tub from yes. the kitchen, it's dicey. And again, good back and forth as they're going up the ladder. She's all nervous, and yep. he's like, "Just don't look down." And then she looks down. She's like, "Why'd you say that?" And he's mm-hmm. kind of like smiling, like laughing. He did it on purpose. It's it's really nice back and forth between mm-hmm. these two. Nice banter. I agree. So. While she's upstairs with the bathtub, he goes down to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. This is when he tries to turn the lights, and there's a spark and a flame. <laughs> we follow the flame through the walls. Like at one point, tile is popping out on the wall <laughs> as the flame is bursting. All this, like it makes no sense at all. No, the. No. It turns on the uh, blender. But oh, yeah. The There's something in the blender, too. Uh-huh. Oh, they were making margaritas. I oh. made note of that. It's oh. just, yeah, you see on the on the counter, they've been making margaritas and popcorn, which... Oh, yeah, because then there's popcorn everywhere. so much fun. Yeah. But that's... also, now you're making turkey at the same time, <laughs> I guess. I don't get your menu, Shelly. <laughs> I don't get it at all. Yeah, so it melts the blender. It pops the popcorn and destroys that. It explodes. It destroys their TV. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Explodes the TV. And also, uh, I'm very glad that Tom Hanks did not, because he tries to throw the bucket of water on it, but the bucket oh, yeah. has been heating, so he just burns his hands. Yeah. And also, it's an electrical fire. You should not throw water Do on not, it. Do not. No, not. Mm-mm. And that's when the turkey is then somehow, physics aside, the turkey is <laughs> launched out of the oven at an angle where it goes through, the, through window the window to the upstairs window. How? I don't know. Into the bathroom where Shelly Long is filling the tub, into mm-hmm. one of the empty buckets. And during this time, Tom Hanks makes his way back upstairs. I like how he shows up. His shirt is bar- burned. Yeah. Like, there's holes where his nips are just <laughs> hanging out. It's all tattered and crazy. His hair right. looks crazy, I right? I don't know. And then the turkey done little thing pops out. It's very yeah. cute. Uh-huh. And, of course, this whole scene culminates with him putting the last bucket of warm water into the tub, and the tub falls through the ceiling and breaks. <laughs> breaks the ceiling, goes crashing onto the floor. This is when Tom Hanks has this amazing, shocked, crazed laughter that he lets out. Yeah. Shelly just sort of looks down in this kind of bewildered, um, again, a little bit crazed, but more like, oh, my word, this look of crazed disbelief on her face and he starts this hack laugh yeah it's just just like raspy air going it's hilarious it's hilarious in but i don't know he sounds like a muppet like i don't i don't know what's happening it's a great performance and these are these times where i'm just like oh tom hanks can't you just make a comedy again like can't you just keep with the funny yeah I know we've only watched this and Turner and Hooch, right? I believe yeah. those are only, are only forays into his work, but I really miss it. Like, I know yeah. he'll go on Saturday Night Live and he'll do a couple little skits and stuff like that, but no Tom Hanks comedies. Like, that's such a travesty. That I know, we need more. Anymore. We need more of his comedy yeah. side because it's brilliant. It's, it's really great. It's so fun and likable, but silly. And Did you get excited uh, at night when he's sitting there? Um, looking at the bills and the receipts and everything like that, and he says... The titular line. <laughs> yep. sure does. <laughs> yes, he does. He talks about this money pit that he's in. This is when he starts to get a little depressed about it. Everything I turn just becomes mud. You need to get away from me, he tells her. Um, I'm bad news. Look at all of this. And this is, the, again, they have a very adorable interaction. She curls up on his lap, and she's like, no, I love you. And, and you really do believe she does? Yeah, um, and I think that this is a um, a staple of relationships that are good. And mm-hmm. again, not to bring my own personal relationship into this or to say Please that do. I, have, I have a good relationship. You do. But at no time are either of them just totally defeated at the same time. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. if one's down, the other one's there to talk them back up and vice versa. Like I think mm-hmm. that that's really nice because sure. it's not until... It's not until they have a crazy knockdown, drag out fight at the end of this. Which but we is just, see how it's built to it's them. Just it's just a misunderstanding fight, and I hate that in movies sometimes. That that it's just like, even when she finds out the truth, just talk to him. Like the yeah. like all of this, the last ten minutes of this movie could be avoided if you just sat down and had a conversation. Right. If you just had an honest conversation. But yeah. But when the relationship is going well, I think it's really fantastic. It's very sweet. Yeah. But also at this point in the movie, I wondered if uh, somebody had switched the movie with the Road Warrior. Mm. Because oh, yes, because now we have our workers coming in. Mm-hmm. Lots of um, muscular 
shirtless dudes mm-hmm. uh, riding around in various vehicles. Yeah. Like, waving all kinds of all-terrain of vehicles. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Leather, some leather clad, some... Yep. Um, there, there's a little person there. I don't know if you saw him. Yeah, oh, of course there's I did. There's a yeah. rough and rowdy little person. Um, there's also some guys who are not little people, but they're in tiny go-karts that should be oh, driven yeah. by 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're giant. Like, it looks so ridiculous. Yeah, it's like the circus showed up. We're told that they are, they were sent by the Mm-hmm. So Tom Hanks thinks they're plumbers. They they ask Tom Hanks if everybody's out of the house. He gets Shelley Long out of the house. Yeah, it's very important that she get out of the yeah. house. They're like, doesn't there's ask any more questions about what's Mm-mm. going on or why these Mm-mm. guys just put a bunch of ladders up in front of his house or mm-hmm. anything. And why there's so many of them. There's a lot of them that come to to do this. A work. lot yeah. of them. And mm-hmm. d- again. Nothing is talked about. Nothing is discussed as to what they're here to do. Mm-hmm. But they just leave. He and yeah. Shelley Long just leave. They get out the of their house. hair. Yeah. And this is when we see that they're there to rip down the siding. Some of rip the, the siding off. Some of the like. Just they don't really. Well, I guess do they do go inside? Because when they come back, it's basically they've gutted the house and left the insides all in piles of dirt. That guy's and, so proud of those piles. Mm-hmm, like, that guy's mm-hmm. like a gravel pile and a sand mm-hmm. pile and a junk it's pile. organized. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's so proud of what they did. Also, they just, they seemingly just dug a bunch of holes, too. So, I guess they are plumbers and, the you know, the, they're working on the pipes. They got to get to those pipes yeah, somehow. I, yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. They're, 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 uh, their ways are questionable. Yes. But, uh. Oh. And even to Hanks when he returns, yeah. Also, really quickly, uh, we do see Shelley Long go with her ex to buy a car. I think he's car shopping at this point. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's begging him for some more money. She's right. thinking she's going to sell him back some painting or portrait. Um, and he, uh, I think this is another way to show just how much money he just has to throw around. He is buying a car. I love it. He's like, don't I look good in this car? And she's like, yeah, you look great. You look great in everything. <laughs> yeah, you look great, great in, car. in everything. I do like how they're talking about money. He's like, money's so boring. Let's talk yeah. about sex. Like, All right. <laughs> okay. We get it. You're a despicable character. Uh, so Tom Hanks gets back. Um, mm-hmm. He's confused by what's happening. And like we said. As the, he should be. Yeah, the Piles guy isn't helping him out at all. Mm-mm. But the Piles Mm-mm. guy does tell him that they couldn't do more work because he doesn't have the permits. And the permit man right. wasn't there. And also, well, the permit was there. He just yes, came when they sorry, weren't yeah, there. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. wasn't there. But Tom Hanks, for some reason, thinks that Shelley Long should have been there when mm-hmm. he ushered her out of the house and told her that they need to go away. I guess he thought she would come back. I don't it's know. so weird. Like, yeah. yeah. We just need a, a quick scene of them at the train station. He's like, I got to go into the city for blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Can you meet the guy? Yes. This is such a fun scene. That I remember so much as a kid. Because oh, when he gets stuck in the when floor. When he gets stuck in the floor. So good. Because he calls the permit guy. The back and forth between he and the permit guy on the phone is kind of fun. Because yeah. he's like, sorry, I wasn't here. My mother's in the hospital or whatever. And he's like, come on, what's it going to take for you? A bribe? 
oh, okay, a bribe. Okay, how much money do you need? Like, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that, but this is where he is pacing around the room. He starts sinking, and he just sinks through a hole in the floor that was just <laughs> covered by a rug. But he sinks up to his elbows, and his... So he's all tight squeezed in there. He can't really move his body around. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just gets kind of gets sucked in by the floor, and now he can't move. He can't get out. He can't. He starts to sing to himself yep. a little. Um, Singing banana fan of banana fanana, yep, which whatever. is really great, really fun. Gets to his name and starts to get a little delirious. The permit man does come to the door, and he can't answer. He's like shouting, "I'm in here!" And he's like. He's so delirious, he's like half doing that like that exasperated laugh yeah. that he's got. And the permit man's like, I hear you <laughs> laughing at me. Why are you laughing I at like me? I like how his yelling is perfectly explained the situation. How he goes, my chest is constricted. I can't <laughs> <Yeah>. yell. <laughs> and, and yeah, and then the permit man goes away. I do like how to pass the time. He is singing songs. But also at that moment, he was counting the cash to bribe the guy. So he has the money. So he's making money, paper airplanes and just. Oh, yeah, them yeah. Shelly Long does come home. She thinks he's playing a trick on her. She's yeah, walking yeah. through the house. She's like, come on. Where are you? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'm in the den. And she's like, I was in the den. You weren't there. Uh-huh. He's like, look behind the chair on the floor. And she laughs at him when she sees him because he does. He looks so silly. And she does. I like how she frees him by just like gently pulling on the carpet and then of course he yeah. falls through the hole. He falls right through. Right. He's instantly suspicious though because that evening they're going to bed and he's like, why weren't you here? Oh, mm -hmm. you were hanging out with your ex, were you? And mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, I was trying to get money, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is why he throws another log on the fire. And oh, and yeah, the and then the fire. falls through the house. <laughs> but, the, but even before this, I love how it's clearly so cold in the room, so he walks by giant holes in the wall to close yeah. the window. Yeah. Oh, so just, again, these physical gags and this comedy and this part worked really well. I agree. I think, I think that's the end of it, though. Because yeah. now on screen, we see four months later, and I was like, what? Really? Yeah. That's how you're going to do this. That's how you're going to jump forward in time, movie. And we get to, I guess things are supposed to be funny still, but I just, I think the humor has dried up at this point. Like, you're done. You've done all the house games. Well, now we have it. Now we're not playing just them against the house. It's them against the construction workers. Like, she is right. getting herself ready for the day in the bathroom mirror. She opens up the bathroom mirror, and there's a construction worker there handing her her makeup, telling her she needs more birth control pills. Yeah. Uh, not just um, a construction worker, Jamie. Frankie Faison from Oh yeah. Do the Right Thing, Maximum Sorry. Overdrive, and he was the police officer in Cat People. <laughs> You're right. And, yeah. Anytime somebody makes an appearance and has been in other movies, I, I, I do have to point it out. But I thought her, like, that appears to be his job. Like, his, his job appears yeah. to be to stand behind the medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. And that way, if somebody opens it, he's got everything right there. Like, I don't well, think he's there doing really any other is. work. There really are so many workers there. And we see all the, the what are they called with the... Where they stand the so they can reach the higher things. Thank you. Yeah. With all the scaffolding. Um, and there's so much work happening all over the place. The ping pong table is still there. Yep. It's a 
it's a it appears key to be their kitchen the table i guess mm-hmm. i don't know body mm-hmm. by jake is there he's the one painting everything green oh, for some reason right you're right you're right that's right or blue i think it was blue he's, he's so like what do you mad. mean you he's don't so want it mad. blue and mm-hmm. <laughs> behind him you see what he painted and it's just like streaks on the wall that then extend onto the door and then onto the Uh other wall a little bit. I'm sure the ceiling's painted blue and possibly the floor. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a blue mess. So Um, in this this moment, I'm going to say the only time that they're really, really going for crazy comedy is... When Tom Hanks like flies out oh, the, the ghost. window yeah. into the paint, and he looks like a ghost. So he still has to get. They're still. They're trying to live their lives still, and she needs him to get. Now there's. You could feel the tension between them. It's right. been four yes. months, right? Yeah. And she needs to take a bath, so she needs the bucket of water. And I do like this. She's like, keeps reminding him and nagging him about the bucket of water. And he's like, I know about the fucking bucket of water. <laughs> yes. I was about to get the bucket of water. I know you need it every day. I get the bucket of water every day. Yeah. Just shut up. And um, so it's during his attempt to get the bucket of water that somehow he uh, he gets himself. It is like a Three Stooges. It's this crazy, more than oh, Three Stooges, yeah. I should say. Cause you he, would say Four he, Stooges, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> He, I don't even know how he does it. He shoots himself off the one thing. Did I write down the adventure that he gets he into? Falls, he falls. There are like planks of First wood. First he falls into, yeah. Right, where they can mm-hmm. walk around on just to get from one side of the house to the other. And one mm-hmm. of the planks happens to fall. He doesn't see it because he's having a weird conversation, a lawyer conversation with one of the guys working on the house. So he just mm. steps off the edge and just falls, but falls flat on his face. Feet, like onto a beam where at the other end there's a pile of bricks and so the bricks come up they come down it launches him then mm-hmm. on a springboard through a window into a giant thing of paint which then all the scaffolding falls down like it's it's so well, crazy. Then, out of what control. about how they play it off? He falls into white paint and he somehow has a hood on his face. So he's stumbling around painted white with this yeah. hood, like with it. And it looks like some of the workers are scared because they think he's a ghost of some it kind is, or the some kind of apparition. Of these workers is really bizarre <laughs> because they're looking up at the roof and it's broad daylight and he's just walking around. I'm like, they don't think that's <laughs> a ghost, right? Like, they probably think one of their fellow workers is in serious trouble. But they don't. They think. They think it's an yeah. apparition of some kind, and they get scared, and they start running off, and <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Oh, oh, it's a mess. Yeah, and then he, you know, it all happens that he ends up falling into oh, the fountain. Oh, he lands in the fountain. He's peed yeah, on by that kid. Right. So here's another thing: we've already jumped four months ahead, and right. now Tom Hanks is in Philly for some reason that is never he given. He's for work. He's got to go there for work. It's okay. vague. All right. But... Okay. And she, I like how Shelley Long has started smoking because of this house. I thought that was a fun little detail. Yeah. Um, she's it stressed. is stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is where Max, her ex-husband, uh, mm-hmm. sees his in, I guess. I like it. He says, why don't we have dinner and a huge amount of alcohol <laughs> and essentially maybe you'll sleep with me. Um, yeah, and this is kind of near the end of this movie. We find out that Shelley Long used to smoke, has picked it up again, and apparently has a drinking problem. 
Well, and she's a saucy uh, sexual partner. I love it. She wakes up the next day in his bed, and first she's cozy because she's in an actual real bed, and he mentions to her, what if we have the, the chef could make us dinner? And, you know, she had a life before that was not living in a, you know, remod- the process of remodeling right. a home, and that life was very cozy, appeals very cozy four months in to this home reno. So when she wakes up next to him and... She's she's surprised, disgusted, right. upset right away. Like, oh, my God. He is like, well, you started singing the Beatles, and then we had sex on the piano and under the piano, and the cops had to come. Like, it was crazy. And she's like, she didn't remember any of it. Uh, yeah. and she's, I love how her reaction isn't, that never happened. Her reaction is more like, well, that sounds like me. Like, that sounds yeah, like yes, what I do. exactly. She doesn't really exactly. question this at all. She's like, I'm sure all of this happened. Now, you know, she's very upset by it and everything, but <laughs> I I don't know. And also the, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you and I have talked about this. Um, we've been drunk plenty of times in our life. I have never been drunk to the point where the next day I don't remember anything that anything. happened. Anything. Like, yeah, th- and so many things happened, so apparently. Many, so many yeah. things from dinner to the next morning. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I don't know. It, it's really funny. But she gets back home. Mm-hmm. She has this horrible secret. And this is when we see a car with a bunch of lights attached to it. Oh, the amazing pizza delivery man. Did you hear the song playing this car? It's just, I am a pizza, I am a pizza, I am a pizza, (laughs) I am a pizza. It was like, I'm a little teapot, but I'm a little pizza. Here I am. Yeah. It's really fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty decorative, yes. pretty rad car. Like you said, I would get pizza delivered a lot yeah. more often if that was my pizza delivery. But they're guy. not getting a I... pizza delivered because it appears Mm-mm. that Shelly Long has made another turkey dinner. More turkey dinner. She is now serving, and Tom Hanks again instantly assumes that she cheated on him when he was gone for one night. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he called and she didn't pick up the phone. Well, yeah. Wow. And back in the day, that's how you knew. He said, well, because she didn't spend the night at the house. He goes, where did you go right. last night? Because I know you weren't home because when I tried to call you last night, nobody answered. Yeah, and okay. But mm-hmm. he's not. it's not say he didn't say he tried to call 20 times. Or he tried to call every hour from 9 until 3. I mean, but Shelley she, Long could be like... I went out, and she does. She says, hey, we all went out to dinner. We had such a great performance that Max, you know what a great guy he is. He loves us all and took us out to dinner. So, first of all, that also is a lie. Um, But, you know, she kind of plays it off as, no, I I was here. Don't don't, make accusations. Meanwhile, serving him this, like, five-course meal that she's picked up of sweet potatoes (laughs) and all the fixings of a... um, but so she plays it off at dinner like she she there was nothing to worry about. Yeah. They get to bed and he's still asking. And she's like, I promise I would tell you. I promise I would. And now we get this perspective where we see the bedroom window from the outside. Yep. The lights go out. They go back on. And now she decides that she can't sleep without confessing right. it to him. So first she convinces him that she didn't and yeah. that he's okay with that. Well, he's made it then, very clear. Just tell me if it happened, yeah. I will be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just would rather you were honest right. with me. Yes. And 
So then she wakes up deciding that she is going to be honest with him. First, he's like, I'm a little sleepy. Can we talk more about this in the morning? It's like, you just turned the light off. How sleepy are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's finally nodding off. And yeah. then he gets up and he screams at her, you whore. You whore. And she really is like, what? You said you'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an argument it's a huge fight she's like i'm not sleeping in this room he's like no you're mm-hmm. sleeping in this room i'm not sleeping in this room and now he wakes up on the kitchen table the ping pong table and the ping pong table clearly hung over he's got all these right. champagne bottles all around him <laughs> yes he has had several bottles of champagne this is another point in this movie where i'm like i'm learning so much about this shelly long character because they fight and she says you are so much less attractive when I'm sober. And he goes, thank goodness it's not all that often. Yeah. And I'm like, this woman has had a drinking a problem, drinking problem. this whole movie, and we were not made aware of it until right now. Well, that's why she's making margaritas in the in the living room or in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. Yeah, I do like that line he points out. He says, well, thank God it's not that often. Okay. Mm, so, I love it. Now, the workers are yeah. still there, so when they fight, they uh, they have an audience. Right, yes. The workers are literally in the kitchen, like, right. having breakfast, reading the paper, <laughs> having coffee. They pour a cup of coffee out for her. They just become like part of yeah. their routine. But then the, they're watching the fight, them fight, like, it's a TV show. Yeah. Um, and they really and, do. Like, they're, they're done. They're over. Mm-hmm. The whole thing yeah. is, hey, when we sell this house, is it... Fixing this house is the last thing we're doing together. When it's over, mm-hmm. that's it. Donzies. Right. We'll sell it, and then we'll both be on our yes. way. She's sad. She does. It's, again, yeah. very sincere sad, too. She She's upset. He's upset. But, hey, they got to test their missiles somewhere, right? Yeah, so. I'll, g- <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give her some sincere sad points here. Because in a movie yeah. that's been nothing but... Goofy gags. I didn't think one of our characters was going to cry, and she goes upstairs and, she does. and does, and it's really mm-hmm. genuine. But also, mm-hmm. this is not the movie I signed up for. Like, this is not the goofy. Yeah, let's get back to the I, goofy repairs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Max shows up with mm-hmm. his, I don't know, Japanese chauffeur. Who is this guy? Oh, right. He gets a know. line about testing missiles and everything. Yeah, he does. When all else fails, just pull up to the place and say, are they testing missiles here? I think the pizza guy says it, too. Right. (laughs) It's a a house in shambles with sweaty, shirtless workers all over it. I don't think that's what any missile testing site I don't know what missiles they think get tested around here, but I don't know. But, yeah, he shows up, and he's kind of here to, like, help make nice with them, right? Yeah. I mean, certainly with her. Uh, because mm-hmm. he admits, he's like, we didn't really have sex. Again, not sure how much time has passed. Like, they've been fighting right, for weeks right. at this point. Um, but he's like, oh, we didn't have sex. Uh, you know, no big deal. Uh, Tom Hanks is, of course, very rude to him. Um, mm-hmm. As you would be. Uh, but yeah. it's it's a weird turn. It's like, suddenly you're like, oh, this Max character is a really great guy. Yeah, he's really looking out for them. Right. Yeah. And And that's kind of... Where all of this, because now the construction's over from that scene Mm -hmm. and they're still fighting. She realizes that she didn't sleep with Max, but she's not going to fess up or be honest with him because, you know, she. His reaction really turned her off to begin with. Yes. Uh, And now the house is done and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. And we get (laughs) 
The true hero of the movie, the man with um, all the words of wisdom, is the guy who was very proud of the sand pile and the junk pile. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. how he wants... They're standing in separate rooms. She's, like, in the kitchen. He's in the, I don't know, living room, whatever. And he's right. standing in the middle with the house key, and he's like, who wants it? Neither of them take it. <laughs> how he goes... He looks around the house and he goes, this wasn't easy, but the foundation was good. It's and beautiful. if that's good, it's beautiful. you can figure the rest out. It brings a tear to everybody's yeah, eye. It brings a tear to my eye. Is all Thanks. It was beautiful. And he puts the little key down on the banister mm -hmm. and walks mm -hmm. out of the movie and out of our lives. And now these two are left on opposite sides of this beautiful, huge mansion that they've now yeah. redone. Yeah. Um, but he has to pack. She has to finish packing. Mm -hmm. They decide to go mm -hmm. upstairs. And I like how <laughs> Tom Hanks is like, this is our step. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's where they kind of get back together. Because he's like, listen, yeah. I've been thinking about it for a question mark amount of time. Yeah. I'm going to say months now at this point. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care that you slept with him. I don't want you to get away. Apparently, Shelley Long is the catch of the century with these two guys like yeah, willing yeah. to forgive everything and fight each other for her. All the alcoholism. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she's like, it's great to hear you say that because guess what? We never slept together. Yeah. And I wanted him to go, well, how long have you known that? <laughs> like, did I you know. just Why did you not say that sooner? Yeah, yeah. So this is now a double time. Were you just you just wanted me to, to suffer? Right, I would right. React? Right. But no, that doesn't matter uh, because they have to kiss and they get married. Yeah. Now they have a wedding at their house yeah. where all of his clients are invited. She doesn't seem to have any family or friends. No. But it's all the people. Oh, he, Tom the Hanks conductor knows. is there. And yeah, it's all Tom Hanks people. Um, well, I guess all her entire orchestra is there. So, yeah. you know, her friends are there. Her friends all exist right. at work. Well, I guess Tom Hanks is too, too. They're all his clients. Yeah, they're all his clients. <laughs> yeah. They have a lovely wedding. They, uh, yeah, they they own this home now. Yeah. It's beautiful. And if you're watching this movie and you think, oh, great, I guess that's the end of the movie, and they won't just mm -mm. tack on some other bit of nonsense in Rio, you're wrong, folks. We have to Let's go. Let's bookend it in Rio. We have to We're go back, back in to Rio. South America. We've got another mansion that looks like to be sold, looking that is getting sold, and it's Hanks's dad and his new young wife are buying a house from a man Carlos named, and his a wife. A man named Carlos. A man mm -hmm. named Carlos whose wife, who we've met before, Maureen Stapleton's mm -hmm. there yelling, we got to go. Did you sell this goddamn house already? Or whatever. Yep. And and it's not like we end with them like walking into the house and the door falls off. Come on. Do it. Mm -mm. Like, do it. Yeah. We just yeah. end like with a, again, like a helicopter shot of... A beautiful home, and these two people that we met at the beginning of the movie, who we haven't seen since, walking to the house. Mm -hmm. So are we to believe that this is like, this is a grift that these two play in various countries? Yeah. These two are uh, hustlers, house hustlers of such. And this is how they. Uh, what I is guess their con? Like that they're just gonna. That buy they have a cheap house. They have expensive house. They're gonna sell for cheap, and then maybe they get the cash and they just run. I don't get on it. On to the next place. Yeah, I don't get I it guess. either. But that's not my lifestyle. Right. My mind. Okay. All right. Nobody's yeah. accusing you of doing anything. I'm just saying. You sure you may have bought a new house and uh, maybe trying to sell your own, but nobody would accuse you of anything no. like Carlos and uh, what's her name? 
Lorraine Stapleton, let's call her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, and, and that's it. That, that is how the, the money pit ends. It starts mm-hmm. in Rio. It ends in Rio, folks. That's that's how we do it. That's how we do it. But most of it's upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, you can't not enjoy it. Right. I mean, like you said, the backstory is a bit much. Some of the some of the comedy feels a bit not dated, but like, all right, let's get on to the what we want to see this this hilarious chunk in the middle. Um, but it's Hanks is doing a an awesome job. Him and Shelley are really sweet together. It's it moves pretty fast, all things considered. Even though, as we said, the first thirty minutes, you're kind of like, what is happening? Why are yeah. we getting all of this backstory? But it's a good time. How could it not be? It, right? It, it is. I, I mean, overall, I think this is worth watching. I would mm-hmm. never, ever argue with anyone that would skip the first half hour, like mm. skip until they get to the house. Mm-hmm. And when they fight, maybe just turn it off. Everything's going to be fine. You got, yeah. you saw the best parts. You got your laughter, yeah. belly laughs but, in. But yeah. it is one of those things where it's like the best parts make everything else somewhat worthwhile. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's this a good is, way to put it. Again, like, let's say you're a younger listener and you're in your 20s. You've probably never seen Tom Hanks do stuff like this. And he's so Oh, then so you got to check it. it out. Yeah. You like, this is a young, spry Tom Hanks who is doing mm-hmm. crazy physical comedy through this movie. And he's doing such a great job. It's very successful. Yeah. And very fun. Yeah. And again, Shelley Long, I mean, I don't think she dropped off the face of the earth. I looked at her IMDb. She still does stuff, but mm-hmm. I haven't heard from her in quite a while. Or... She hadn't texted you? No. Paul? She didn't leave no. you a VM? Not no. since 86. <laughs> but but this is this really also if you haven't watched Cheers or anything this really makes you understand why she was such a big More deal of her depth she yeah. was in mm-hmm. such demand at this time so mm-hmm. yeah pretty good pretty good the money pit. pretty good yes. pretty good the money pit I mean I guess yeah, yeah. well yeah. do you have any recommendations from the money pit I do I have a uh, it was a recent watch for us I think it was late fall 2020 the movie save yourselves i think it was an amazon or netflix or one of those um i think i saw it go ahead and tell me what it's about it's this couple that tried they're from they're from brooklyn there's these millennials from brooklyn and they want to disconnect um from they're too much on their phone so they go up to and they rent a cabin upstate to disconnect from everything for a while and it turns out the world is taken over by these aliens by these poofy aliens but they've committed to disconnecting so they don't get hip to that this is happening for a while and then they're lost up in the woods up there it's really it's quirky but really fun and the two actors i'm going to mess up the pronunciation of her name sunita mani manny and he's john reynolds they have a great little chemistry together they're super fun ben sinclair that guy from if you watch that show high maintenance the guy with the beard the, the beard the guy from High Maintenance. I don't know what He's High Maintenance in it. is. It's a fun show. Okay. Um, but it's a funny movie, and there's, um, there, it's very silly because this poof is the alien life form, and it's in their home, and they have to run from it, and um, it's about a couple that's trying to just make a tough time work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's I really will, fun. I, I would recommend will, it. Uh, I'm going to say, and, and I normally don't you know, comment, or why would I argue with anyone's recommendations? By anyone, I mean you. Um, yeah, I will first support your recommendation and then also mm-hmm. compare it to the money pit and how I felt about the money pit because 
I kind of like the movie. The movie is super fun. Uh, I also like how cute the aliens look, but then when you see what they can do, it's kind of brutal and gross. Yeah, like, yes, yes, because very bloody. Coming. Yeah, uh-huh. But uh-huh. it was a movie that kind of like once they got out of the house, I kind of lost interest. Like I felt like, is this over yet? Similar, like, I, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I kind of enjoyed getting there. Like I enjoyed seeing mm-hmm. the two of them try and disconnect and be so like incapable, like having no skills, like not knowing how to make a fire or do anything. Yeah. Like that right. was, I thought the best part of the movie for me. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to recommend this, but in talking about the money pit, I think it's important to recommend this for people. I'm going to recommend right. a movie from 1948. So not, not too long before the money pit. Um, <laughs> it's a movie that the money pit was uh, a remake of. Oh, yeah, it's a movie called Mr. Blandings builds his dream house. That's a lot ah, of words. It's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Cary Grant and Myrna oh, Lloyd. And it's similar in that they they don't lose all their money, but they do dump a ton of money into a house that's garbage, and they basically have to tear it down and rebuild it. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed... Here's what I would recommend. This is a really weird thing to do to people. Watch the beginning of this movie from 48... And then when they get transition the house, to the middle, turn on the money pit because the All stuff, right. the, the, those guys like in this movie aren't as good, but they are living in a really cramped apartment and he has two daughters mm. and the way it starts is so much fun because he's in the bathroom where he can barely stand to shave. But his wife's uh-huh. in the shower right behind him. And if he's there, she can't get the shower door open. And then his daughter walks in and keeps opening the mirror. And he has to keep moving his head to shave. Like, it's <laughs> a really shaving, great representation yeah. of like a tiny apartment. That stuff's fun. Once they start to build a house, it's not great. But just like the money pit, like she thinks or he thinks that she's having an affair with the guy who no, sold them the okay. house and there's misunderstandings gotcha. and everything. So mm-hmm. uh, check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, you can. It's on like. TCM or TMC I like all the time. Making the mixtape of it or yes. sort of splicing and I putting really together the perfect that movie. That really is the way to Very go. Very smart. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I so like it. That's my recommendation. Next time we do a podcast, it is International Children's Book Week. Oh, so we had to dive into that. We had to because we have to do a Biggie Jamie. We finally have to watch The Never Ending Story. Here it is! Wow. Yes, I think it's time to watch it. And I haven't seen it in a very long time. Oh, the never-ending story. Sorry. (laughs) I was like, was that the beginning of National Lampoon's Vacation? Was was it that song? Really, that's the same as song, I am. Honestly. You could hit it into anything. Oh. <laughs> wow. The never ending story. Okay. But yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time. time. We're going to watch it like for it. Uh, National, what did I say? Children's Ch- Book International Week. Children's Book Making. Children's <laughs> Book Making. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Yeah, so that's what we're going to watch next. So, everybody. Go find us on uh, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, all those places. And please go out. And if you haven't seen The Never Ending Story in 30 plus years like me, you might want to take a look so you know what the hell we're talking about. I know it's more more than just a flying dog and a horse dying, but that's all I can remember. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, it's so magical. Yay! <laughs> All right, the never-ending story. Jamie is swaying in her seat, which means she's got to pee, which means the podcast has come to an end. Everyone, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until that time, have a great two weeks. Bye. Bye. Kitchen. Aliens love Allie McBeal.